Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. So Tara, I was in um, New York last week. Uh, I'm jealous. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say it was quite lovely to have uh, a little overnight without any responsibilities having to do with my my family. Um, But I did miss them, of course. But I so I was there overnight and I had a little bit of free time the more during the morning and I got up and I was like, maybe I'll um, just go try to find somewhere to like have breakfast and sit with my computer and just kind of get started on my work day. But at least I'll be sitting in like a nice cafe or something that's not a Starbucks ideally. So I, I do a little search around my hotel and I found, um, you know, Le Pain Quotidien, which I really love. Typically, of course, I walk over there, it's closed, fair may, forever. And so I keep walking and I find, and I, I Google and I find on the map, I see this cafe called Maman, which there are a few of them in New York and um, I've been curious to try it. So I try, I walk over and of course I walk by it like six times. And then I finally like realize that I've walked by it and I go in and, and um, you know, there's like two or three people in the whole place and the staff. And so I figure out how you're supposed to do the ordering. So you kind of go to the back, you order, and then you go and sit down at your table and you wait. And there's a 30 minute time limit on the tables. You know, topic for another podcast, my meal took way more than 30 minutes to get to me. So I wasn't sure exactly what I was supposed to be doing. If I'm just supposed to like get up from the table and stand in the middle of the restaurant and eat my avocado toast or what. But anyways, this this particular... The thing that really got to me this time was um, I sat down and so I'm waiting for my meal and I take out my laptop and I I just open it up and there's no one in the restaurant and I am I'm not even like typing I'm just I just open my laptop and one of the staff members comes over and says I'm sorry this is a laptop free zone and I'm like what? everyone else in here is on their phones, on their iPads. Like what are we now like canceling iPad or canceling laptops? I'm like, I'm not even, it doesn't make noise. Like who exactly am I bothering with my laptop? Or is it just that I'm taking up Wi-Fi? Like I'm so confused right now. So of course, you know, my husband knows that typically I would probably get into a fight with said staff member (laughs) and end up in jail most likely. So, but that morning I was like, nope, I'm going to just keep my Zen. I'm shutting my laptop. I said, okay, no problem. So I shut my laptop and took out my Kindle (laughs) and my phone (laughs) and waited over 30 minutes for my meal, which was actually delicious when I got there. But yeah, I just, that's the craziest thing I've heard. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm like, okay. So clearly I'm not the target market. So it this is this is for people who seriously want to come and sit and be zen and relax and it's not this is not for type A person type A full-time job holder personalities. This is for people who 
maybe have a day off and, and or maybe they work but they don't work in the morning and they want to come and just read their paperbacks and not and and not you know anyways it's not my kind of place I, I I love it I love the idea of it and if they hadn't made a no laptop rule <laughs> I would like it even more but well, yeah at least that food was good so it was worth waiting for yeah the food was good overpriced but it was good it's good <laughs> I really haven't heard that in the like ever. So I think it's so bizarre. But I guess, you know, you got to be different. And that's how they're different. I think it's probably it probably has to do with the time limit. Like it's not a very big place. And they probably don't want people sitting there for hours and hours on their laptops. But, um, you know, I then of course, I went on all the reviews to see if I could find any mention of a laptop free zone. <laughs> there was no mention. Um, so clearly, people don't have a problem with it. It's really just me. Yeah. Well, you can't go back. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, now that we spent four and a half minutes talking about this ridiculous, <laughs> I actually wanted to talk a little bit about um, sort of making mistakes in business. And it's definitely something that I know both of us have struggled with and we've all, you know, we've all made mistakes and they all, they have varying, you know, degrees of impact, but kind of like as an entrepreneur, I just wanted to talk about how we handle mistakes and, and what's involved. And um, so tell me, have you, can you think of a mistake that you made recently that you freaked out about? So I don't, off the top of my head, I can't really think of one recently, but you know, I, I am working with somebody who is um, I'm writing for them right now and they, had made an investment in this project that they had worked on and it it didn't COVID affected it and she has lost a lot of money over this you know setback and I feel for her and you know the thing is she's trying to like now revamp it I just don't want to like give out too much information but you know I think that that was a really good example of you know it's going in a direction she didn't see it coming she had now lost a lot of money and on you know I think when a mistake happens or a setback like that happens you know you also lose confidence and I think that that's where she's trying to come back from right now is to build not it back up so she makes the money but also her confidence is shot a little bit and that's happened to me before too when I've made a mistake and I have made mistakes I just can't think of one I'm sure I made one last night but <laughs> but um I think confidence is a huge part of it it's the money hurts but the confidence in is is difficult I think don't you think yeah definitely Conf it's very hard if you made if you know you're responsible for something that went wrong and and then you start to doubt whether you have the ability to make those kinds of decisions and yeah it's really hard on with on your confidence for sure um, you know, particularly, as you said, if you, if you lost money, if you, if it had an impact on other people, like if it impacted your employees or just other you know, people, um, it's very, it's very challenging. So how do you, how do you like push through it and kind of get to the other side? Well, I want to ask you that because you've had that. So how did you move forward? Because for me, when I have a step, I mean, I, I feel the feelings, I'm, I'm, I was a therapist, so I, I don't know. I feel the feelings. I'm very vocal. I like do all these things for myself. 
you know, but I don't know. I mean, I get through it. I think it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had epic failures um, that have impacted people. And, you know, I think that uh, one thing that helps is if you actually, if you have a partner in the business, so you have, you kind of share accountability. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad, but at least when it's, when you make a mistake and you've both kind of been involved in it or when something goes the wrong way and you've both been involved in it, it helps to have someone to share that feeling with. Um, but I think for me, it's, it, what is helpful is just being really honest and transparent. And so when a mistake happens, just being honest, you know, with myself that here and try to go back and look at what did I, could I have made a different decision? Oftentimes I feel like the mistakes we make, it, it, there was a, a, a very good chance that the mistake was going to happen. Like it, it's, you're taking a risk and you can't grow without taking risks. You can't, you can't innovate without taking risks. So you have to take risks and mistakes are going to happen. Um, the ones that, that get me really down are the ones where I could have prevented, like if I had spent a little more time or been a little more thoughtful, I could have prevented this mistake from happening. Those are the ones that really get to me. But at the end of the day, you, 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 it's done. You can't cry over spilt milk and there's really no point continuing to dwell on it. Just take care of everyone who you have affected with it and try to move on. That's what I was going to say is how do you not dwell on it? Because I think that that's probably, that probably takes time and work. Like I used to dwell on everything. It could have been like the smallest thing. Maybe it was a word I said wrong or, and I used to be a dweller, not anymore. I've learned not to be, but, but in your situation, how did, how did you just move, let it go and move on? Did it take time? You know, it, it's very hard. It, it does take a lot of time and it kind of just sits there in the back of your head for a while. And it comes back to haunt you when you run into someone who might've been affected or when somebody wants to interview about the interview you about the failure or, you know, when it's kind of brought to light, you, I try to just kind of put it in the background, but sometimes it wants to come back out based on outside forces, you know, people wanting to talk about it. Um, but I think I also, one of the things that's helpful is to focus on what you learned from the mistake, you know, focus on what you, what you, what did it show you? Like what, what were your learnings and, you know, the kind of big failure that I've had, um, I had some really good learnings that have been very helpful to me going forward in other businesses. Well, I think that we can all learn from our mistakes and mistakes are obviously going to happen. Um, you know, and sometimes it's a growth, like you can really grow from these things. So thanks for sharing, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for bringing yourself back to that time. No, I'm kidding. But really, I think that as entrepreneurs, it's just, it, it, it is, it is a real You thing. have to get used to it. It's just part of the bumps. It's the ups and downs. You have to get used to it and move on. So um, if you have any questions or you want to tell us about your mistakes, we'd love to hear them. <laughs> so let us know. Bye. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts. Short shorts. Boy shorts. Tennis shorts. Cargo shorts. Seated shorts. Running shorts.